Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing. Testing, testing. How many times are you gonna make me do testing? I just testing. one more time. <laughs> Rise and shine, bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. <laughs> and I just gave Connie a quick pinch on her toe. <laughs> you guys uh, might, we might have to go to the ER after Wait, this. Wait, okay, look at it right now. Doesn't it actually look kind of really puffy? No. Uh, does anyone else think like their pinky toe just looks puffy in general? Everyone stop what you're doing. Take a look at your pinky toe right now. Because look, okay, look at my pinky. Do you see mm-hmm. my pinky toe? It takes up half the width, or no, double the width of that fourth toe. Don't you think? Look at how big and mm. puffy it is. De- it, it looks like a pupa. We definitely have some inflammation happening. <laughs> That's uh, what I say when I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm just like, oh, it looks like there's inflammation. Which, by the way, you guys, I'm like so embarrassed isn't the right word because I'm kind of honored. But today I found out that my boss um, listened to my podcast episode about finding like my job hunt and finding the job. Which is fine, because, like, I didn't say anything incriminating, but I'm also like, oh my god, I wonder what that was like to listen. He was like, your podcast was awesome, and he was like, I like how, like, you talk to editing Connie. It's He's like, sometimes we all have to talk to ourselves. <laughs> I was like, thanks, um, but anyways, we are back for another Friday episode of Chief Complaints, answering your questions anonymously, and hopefully giving you guys some good advice. So, before we get started, oh my god, Jimmy, look, it looks like it's, like, double. Editing Connie here. I can only assume I am talking about my pinky toe in this again. You have to admit, it looks like bigger. Wait, it, let's compare it to my- It's the same as it was 30 seconds ago. Um, Jimmy, okay, let's compare it to my other toe. It's definitely, a, like, yeah, it's slightly, but you got, you got some <laughs> fat <laughs> toes. pinky toes. Just the pinky toe, right? Just the pinky toe. Do you um, remember that? I don't think it was the pinky toe in this situation. What? But there was, like, that, there was a bit on the Amanda show- Oh, that they would do where like the guy like was missing his like his big toe and it led to him being unable to balance. Wait, I have heard which that. I don't know if that. I don't but I don't know if I'm hearing true. it because of our generation watching the Amanda Show. You know what I mean? I'm like, did I learn this in anatomy class or did I learn this from the Amanda Show? I think you learned from the Amanda Show, but I think it's like something fake. But I remember I was really afraid of losing a toe. Well, I personally did not watch it simply because. Um, we didn't have the Nickelodeon channel, but also the Amanda show always seemed a little bit too crude and crazy for me. Like, I was just like, oh, I can't watch it. So, like, I feel like the bulk of your humor, like, seems to, <laughs> really? like, stem from, like, an Amanda show kind what? of vibe. Wait, I've, like, never watched the Amanda show. Should we watch like, it together? I crude about it. Uh, not crude. That's not a... Crude isn't the right word. It just seemed like a big kid show. And I watched a lot of, like, Arthur and, like, uh, Cyberspace going up cyber chase going up growing what up is cyber chase only the best like animated math show in space ever yeah i don't know i don't know about that no, I, I played you those, were a big kid you're two years older i played those uh learning type video games like jumpstart or whatever yeah yeah jumpstart that was good um uh, so anyways, anyways. <laughs> what uh, is let before we go into your chief complaints of the week let's go into our chief complaints so my chief complaint is that i am trying to get back on my fitness grind um, but one thing that I realized, I had to take a cold, hard look at myself, 
in the mirror and I realized like at this point I'm pretty good about getting to the gym consistently I usually go like three to four times a week I take pre-workout like I like really make sure to like get there but I realized something that's been holding me back from my fitness goals is my diet which makes me kind of sad because like that's all that I live for but I think I need to like eat a little cleaner so I'm trying to find like okay specifically this is my weakness Jimmy knows like he calls me a little bunny because like I on the outside I'm a healthy person I love to eat salads big salads small salads I love to eat um, I don't know why I had to specify big and small salads. I love vegetables. Medium salads? Medium don't salads, like too. Don't care for <laughs> I'm like, either big or small. Can't be medium. Extra um, large. <laughs> but where I struggle is specifically snacks and dessert kind of things. Like, I don't have a healthy alternative for those. You know, like, instead of, like, cheese, I'll use Greek yogurt and stuff like that. But the thing, my, my weakness, though, is with snacks, I love potato chips. I love, like, crackers. And then for desserts, I love, like ice cream like normal ice cream like i don't really get like that diet ice cream stuff and like i don't go out of my way to make those like fancy date recipe snickers you know like the little fancy you, healthy things you, you have before i have but i haven't They're recently just not good. i thought they were pretty good i was just afraid i was gonna break one of my incisors so anyways yeah. what is your chief complaint jimmy um my chief complaint i guess is a little similar i'm a little well i and i i'm predicting your future little, <laughs> yeah i'm scared little, uh, <laughs> but it's I was doing a really good job exercising yeah. and getting to the gym. Oh, you were so good last for apartment. Like, probably like for probably like three to four months, I was doing really good. Uh huh. And then once I started my new job, that kind of like just the general stress of starting a new job, kind of having a inconsistent schedule while I was orienting, yeah, threw me off. I still made it to the gym a little bit during that initial period of time. But then once we were like gearing up to move and everything, everything just kind of fell apart. And I haven't really been able to get back on the hump. Uh, once I'm like going, I can kind of do it, but it, I don't have that motivation to kind of get myself out there doing it. Well, don't they have studies where like if you're more fit um, and like obviously you have better cardiovascular health and stuff like that, then you're like better at like work in terms of like making decisions, brain flow is improved like having a clear mind mm -hmm. like all of your other problems i feel like go away when you work on yourself and your health yeah i think that's definitely true but it's, it's very easy to know that and think that and but then you're also like but i'm fine right now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's kind of sure i have high blood pressure i'm on two antihypertensive hey have you tested yourself recently that, that's more genetic than anything <laughs> have you tested your um blood pressure recently? i haven't checked it recently but we should check it hopefully it's right less... now <laughs> i don't want to check it Just right kidding. now Hippa. Anyways, are we uh, are we ready to dig into yes. our CC of the week? We are ready. CC of the week. Patient says. <clears throat> pincher the, says. What's our HPI of this chief complaint? I don't know. <laughs> okay, the pincher says. This is your question of the week. How to not let mistakes get to you? They said, sometimes when I make a mistake, I feel so bad that I let it get to me. And that makes me make more mistakes. And I just feel really discouraged. Okay, so what I have to say for this is that there are two kinds of mistakes. There's mistakes you learn from, and they're valuable, and they're really helpful, and like you're thankful for them. And then there's mistakes that just make you feel worse and do worse. And the difference between the two, the only difference between the two, is how you view your mistake. If you view it as this terrible thing, then you're going to be correct. It's going to be this terrible thing to you, and it's not going to help you. But if you view it as like a learning opportunity, then you're also correct. There's always something to gain from it. Um, I think a lot of times, if you think about it this way, seasoned professionals, like the pros of 
whatever, golf, baseball, all that stuff. They make mistakes all the time, but they don't really let it get to them because they have that self-confidence and specifically they have the experience to know that their mistake is not a big deal. So take that into account that one, you're not alone. Like professionals always make mistakes. Mistakes is not really like the thing to harp on here. It's how they, the professionals don't let it get to them. And like I said, it's it's because they have that kind of like unshakable self-confidence in themselves. So instead of telling yourself like, okay, how do I stop making mistakes? Don't worry about stop making mistakes because you'll never stop making mistakes. You'll always be making mistakes. Instead, think about like, okay, how can I build my self-confidence so that when I make these mistakes, it's not going to get to me as much. It's it's really tough because you know why? I am so that per I am so this person. Whoever wrote this in, I am so you because this happened to me all the time in dental school. Whenever I would get like pimped like during an appointment or something like that, like the second I'd be like, uh, uh, I don't really know. Then like if if I would feel guilty about like not knowing something, then it would carry on and I would continue to make more judgment like mistakes. Like they'd be like, how did you not notice this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. And then I'm just a blubbering mess. Yeah. But is that a mistake if you just didn't know it? That's another thing. I think that we Some are really hard. We're really hard on ourselves because when we when someone pimps us, like for example, a professor is asking you a question and you don't know the answer for it then they're going to be like, okay, and move on with their day, right? But in your head, you're like, oh my God, they think I'm stupid. They think I'm a fraud. Everyone will know that I'm not as good as blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just, that's just not the right way to look at not knowing something. Jimmy's absolutely correct. Like not knowing something is not really a mistake. Uh, I think it's important to reflect back on something that Ja Rule once said about (laughs) the fire festival. What? Did anybody die? (laughs) Wait, is that from him? Yeah. But did anyone die? (laughs) But did anybody die? Wait, that's from him? I yeah. totally thought that was like a more historic thing than just the fire festival. I'm sure other people have said this. I'm sure Abraham Lincoln has said, but <laughs> did anybody die? And they're like, yeah, Abe, it was people... the Civil War. <laughs> you know, I think putting your mistake into context. Mm. And was it a mistake that especially, I don't know if this is a healthcare person or not. They are. Uh, you know, people in healthcare make mistakes all the time. Uh, it's part of it. It's why we have like incident reporting systems available in all major and health lots systems. of people sharing responsibility. Right. It's a lot of people, and there's that whole Swiss cheese model. So your mistake, like, it's not going to just be your mistake that like is the problem. Like, there's all these safeguards in place, and still, you know, you can have a perfect storm where something bad can happen. So, kind of reassuring yourself, like, okay, I'm not the only one in this. There's other people kind of laying eyes on these things. So my mistakes are, while while I can learn from my mistakes and I can certainly try my best to avoid those in the future, they're going to happen to Eris human. That's mm-hmm. a very just kind of common thing. And that's kind of been the more modern take in healthcare is that, okay, we have these mistakes or errors that happen. Uh, we'd like to figure out why they happened and fix them, but we're, we're not going to necessarily punish people that are making these types of mistakes. And I think also there's, like, different kinds of mistakes. There's mistakes that you make when, like, just plain, like, it was, you could have done something better. You could have prepared better. Maybe you overlooked a detail because you were trying to move quickly. Or maybe you didn't read up on something the night before. Okay, maybe you could you could call it a mistake. But the thing is, there's something to be learned from that. So next time you do read up before, next time you do take your time, you're more thorough on things, it, it can only help you. But then there's also mistakes that you make where genuinely it's like, oh, that material that day didn't work or like something happened that was so out of your control that if it's really out of your control you really can't worry about it because what are you going to do just worry about everything every time from now on Mm -hmm. like there's no way you can carry on in life like that 
And there's no reason why a mistake that's out of your control has to be your burden, even though it, it, it feels like it. Right. Um, and I feel like it's, it's all easy for us to say this advice right now, just sitting here in our bedroom. But um, I, I really do empathize and understand how mistakes can really eat at you. And so I think the answer is like they're kind of it's, it's the age old question. I was even talking to my sister who's like been a dermatologist like forever. And she even said it's hard sometimes, like, you know, things happen at work and things don't work out the way you want, and you take that home with you, and you have those quiet car drives home where you feel bad about mm -hmm. yourself and everything. Those will happen. But the thing is, just because those happen, it doesn't mean that you're a bad, it's gonna, it doesn't mean you're going to be a bad doctor, a bad whatever mm -hmm. you're starting to be. It's kind of like par, par for the course, part of the game. It's, it's just all it's just part, part of, of the it. job, yeah. I, and I think, you know, I think it's good to, if you do, like, you know, make a mistake at work or, you know, during school or whatever, uh, I think at the end of that day, I think it's good to sit and reflect on it for a second mm -hmm. if, if, like, you discovered, like, you did this. And be like, okay, like, how, how could I do better tomorrow? Like, really try to not let it leave the parking lot with you if you can help it. If you can, like, uh, like give yourself just the last, like, 10, 15 minutes of your day to... Be like, okay, so like, what did I do well today? Celebrate the things that you did well, mm -hmm. because I think if you count, you know, the successes you had during the day versus mistakes, mistakes are going to be a very small percentage. And obviously yes, that's true. what we carry with us. But I think if you can put into context, like, okay, well, I did this, but I also did this other thing for someone that you can, it kind of balances out. I think also evolutionary wise, like we've learned about this. I remember learning how like, so like the amygdala and like your fear and everything, right? Like his, like um, evolutionary wise, you have been programmed to fear your mistakes more than to like cherish your successes and stuff like that because mistakes is what gets you killed. So your brain is programmed to be like, th like think of the threats, scan for the threats, like mistake, mistake, mistake. But like, we don't need to think like that anymore. We're not running away from saber tooth tigers and stuff like that. So it's nothing is really going to be life or death like that. And you have to just tell yourself, like, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. And for all of those patients or people that you did a good job with, they need you to be able to put that mistake down and to let it go so that you can continue serving them and being good for everyone else. You know, like, like does, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, if you make one mistake, but then you help five people that day, those five people are going to need you to keep helping them, right? And you can't let that one thing get to you because otherwise if you do, then that's more five people that you could help that you're not going to be able to help. Okay, editing Jimmy's here. Say what you want to say. I already deleted it though. Uh, Connie re-explained. I spent like a good ten minutes. I was a little insulted that Connie explained the Swiss cheese model again. Well, because no. I felt I very succinctly explained. You did. It That's why I cut it out ago. of this episode. But I just thought it was funny. Now I don't even remember why I did that to begin with. I. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, you know, like one time I think I uh, forgot to set the right time on when a heparin drip would end for uh -huh. someone that oh, was going to go on like Lovenox or something. Okay, can you and explain then, that? I don't understand anything that you just said really. I don't know. My pharmacist bleed, brain is gone. Bleeding. Bleed. A lot of bleed. <laughs> okay. Bleeding. Okay. Uh, well, you know, you're supposed to kind of like wait a certain amount of time. I kind of, this is all, this is all <laughs> stuff I'm not in, like, yeah, this is like hospital stuff that yeah. I don't really deal with anymore. But I remember I did, uh, did something incorrect, like approved an order and luckily, the nurse that was going to give it was like, hey, uh, did you mean for this to start at this time? And I was like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you so much. That's and nice. that's just something that happens when that, I was a resident. These things happen. These things happen. Um, oh, my God. I can share my thing from today. But sometimes those mistakes can kill people. So you do have to be careful. But 
So, okay, this is something that totally would have eaten at me in dental school, and I'm really proud of myself. Uh, editing Connie here. Don't, don't be too proud. I legitimately tossed and turned thinking about this last night, so I am no better than you. I am not qualified to give any advice. I was up at 3 a.m. thinking about this. But I think I also, this goes to my boss and how, like, great he is. But basically, so this morning, we were looking at a patient chart, and I was saying how, like, oh, I want more experience with, like, complicated treatment plans and stuff like that. You guys, this is, like, so embarrassing. I don't even want to, like, admit it. Oh, I don't even want to replay it in my head now. <laughs> Tell okay. us your shame. This is, I this haven't is not how you should be reacting to it. I'm just embarrassed. It's so simple. But You're allowed to be embarrassed. We were looking at an x-ray of this tooth that was very compromised. And so I just blanked. Okay, you guys, I just completely blanked. My mind went blank and I just forgot how to dentist. Okay, editing. Jimmy says he wants to say something and I'm kind of scared what he's going to say. What do you have to say? <laughs> so after Connie revealed this and I kind of mulled it over for a while. No! I just realized that even I would have known what to do in this Stop! situation. Actually, would I know what a compromised tooth is? Maybe not. I don't but know. But like the way that you're, I'm like, I think I would have been able. I'm to so say embarrassed. Like the right what? Answer, but this is it's cute. I can't it's believe he so even like cute. messaged me today. I can't believe he's still considering hiring me. And so he's like, so what would you do? And I was like, well, there's no way you could restore this tooth, right? So we would like extract it and then. I kind of like forgot that implants existed. So then I was like, so how would you fix this? Would you like, like, a, are we talking like a bridge or like just leave it? Uh, there's an opposing tooth. So like, and then he just like looked at me. <laughs> I think he just looked at me normally, but in my head, I'm like, he looked at me like I was stupid. Um, and then he was just like, I would extract and place an implant. And then I was like, oh, right. That's a thing that people do now. <laughs> and I think we both laughed about it. Um, and then I admitted to him later, like, implants is just something that I'm, like, not very comfortable with just because in school, we, I only had to restore, like, I only restored, like, two implants uh, in, like, lab. It was, like, one thing. But then, I don't know. I'm just, like, embarrassed. I think he knows I know what implants are, but I'm just really embarrassed. It's just something you didn't have a lot of experience with, and you just have to be kind to yourself. I mean, but, like, I should know what implants are. Okay, here's you the real fact of the matter. Like, are. I do. Here's the fact of the matter is that it was the first interaction we had of the day. I didn't have coffee today. I was really tired. I haven't looked at an x-ray or treatment plan anything in so long that wasn't just, like, a simple filling. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give myself grace. I just, like, my dentist brain has not been on this summer break. And I said that to him. I, I was jokingly, I was just like, okay, now let me like turn on my dentist brain. Um, but I'm still embarrassed and that will keep me up for a very long time. I'm sure he thought it was quite endearing. I just hope he doesn't regret hiring me. I don't think so. I think you <laughs> no, need... No, yeah, he's really great. I no, think you're just well, baking okay, yourself up. But here's why I'm proud of myself. Because normally I would react this way, the way I'm currently reacting. I would react like that for the rest of the day. But I didn't let it get to me because I was like, okay, in my head, like... He knows I know my stuff, and he's seen so much. He even makes mistakes all the time. He even doesn't know things. So, like, I'm not going to, like, hold myself to this, like, unattainable standard. Just, like, just continue on. You know what you're doing. I, I kind of gave myself a little pep talk after, and then I, like, did the next exam. He, like, agreed with, like, my findings, and, like, each exam I did that they agreed with my mm -hmm. findings, I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know your stuff, Connie. Um, but, like, that's that's to show, like, my, my boss is really great about saying, like, good job on this. You did a great job. I think my, like, I think I need words of affirmation, which is kind of sad. Am I needy? I don't know. 
You're needy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're like I don't not <laughs> you, know. You, I know. <laughs> very very certain. Um. Uh, but yeah, you just give yeah. yourself a little pep talk and just know that Connie Wang doesn't know what an implant is. I hate myself. Yeah. Anyways. It's all right. I think I, uh, my my brain's not been firing on all the cylinders. Like in relearning the morning, all the primary care things I have to do. It's like hard in the morning. Well, the more yeah, the morning can be hard. Well, it was like 10 a.m. Um, Oh yeah, sometimes I don't know. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna know everything. Not everything's gonna be at the top of your head at all times. I just so, cannot so. believe when I tell you when I was looking at that X-ray, an implant was not on, like it did not exist to me. Like I totally forgot. I was like bridge, like, uh, like RPD. No, and then I was like, what? Like, ugh. so simple. Well, but then for the rest of the day, I was like extraction implant extraction. Great. <laughs> you would think I'm churning out an extraction of implants. I'm just so embarrassed. I hope he doesn't listen to this one. Anyways. I'm sure he will. No, I don't think he has the time to. But he's a big podcast guy, so he sent me a bunch of podcasts to listen to. I'm excited. Um, and he taught me a lot of cool stuff today. Anyways, okay, that is all we have this week for Chief Complaints. I hope that we helped you guys out, and I hope that this showed you that you are not alone in making mistakes, okay? We all do. We all have things that we take home with us, and you know what? Sometimes the solution is you, you could take all of our advice if you wanted to, or... You could not and just keep moving along and you know what's going to happen is over time the mistakes are going to hurt less and mm -hmm. you're going to like end up where we are and just realize like there's nothing you can do but just keep going on. Yeah. And if it's an honest mistake, mm -hmm. I would say 95% of the time you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, like just like make sure you're not making careless mistakes. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think, where issues stem from. So if you're being conscious, and you're clearly not a careless mistake if you're caring only about that for the rest of the day. That's a very much care... Is it careful? I don't careful know. Careful with two L's. I literally will not be able to sleep tonight <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> it's all right. I'll give you a cuddle. It'll Thank be you. okay. Anyways, if you guys like what you heard, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, and we will see you guys on Tuesday. Bye! Bye.